Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Waterlad Podcast. I've got a huge name on the show today with a big, big announcement. But firstly, shout out to Todd's Racing, one of New Zealand's great harness trainers who's supporting the podcast. So go give Todd's Racing a follow on Facebook or Twitter. He is an absolute lad. Also, Straight Face Razors are giving Waterlad listeners a huge discount on their super sharp five-blade razor. And if you're in need of a new razor, then head over to waterlad.com and click the Straight Face logo. It'll take you there with the lads discount all ready to go. Finally, if you're listening to this episode with some lad merch on or drinking some Waterlad coffee, well then you are the ultimate lad. And thank you very much for supporting this podcast. Anyway, let's get into this one. Anyway, guys, it's announcement time again. This one has not been leaked at all, and it was a shock to me when I found out. But today's guest, he's one of New Zealand's favourite lads. He's been on Waterlad before. He's told his story of being in the fourth 15 at school to becoming a hurricane legend. It was one of the most inspiring Waterlad episodes we've had to date. So if you haven't heard it already, go back and listen to that. But it's great to have him back on to talk about his future plans. And he's had a big decision that he's done in the last couple of days. And of course, like all my guests are, he is a lad and he's got some of the best chat in the game. It is, of course, Liam Mitchell. Welcome, Chippy. Jabba, thanks for having me, mate. Mate, Good to be back. great to have you back on. I mean, your episode went down that well. So many people loved viral, you. Viral, I heard. Viral, absolutely viral. You're up there with Baz, actually, I think. You, you and Baz are <laughs> right up the top. Both most downloaded. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> but what's been happening post-Super? Yeah. What have you been up to? Nah, back in back up in Palmy now. I've been had a few days on the tools here and there. Um, apart from that, I'm just battling away, trying what? to stay a little bit on top of my fitness. What tools you been doing? You back building or yard barber? Building, back building. I've only done two or three days. <laughs> nothing, nothing silly, Jabba. <laughs> Loving it. It's all good. Something different. Yeah, yeah. And how was the year? How was the year with the canes? It was good. I actually really enjoyed it. It was a little bit, I guess, frustrating. Didn't get as much time as I would have liked or hoped but mm. in terms of the year itself I, I really enjoyed it um heaps of heaps of fun with the boys so it's the main thing mate you had some decent cameos off the bench as always bring outstanding work right <laughs> in the last 20 or 10 however long you get just bring fizz off the bench yeah i think i got about five or six games yeah which i was grateful for those with another cat <laughs> were you into the coaches about not starting at all because I know when I was in the coach's room, oh, the heat was coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, not really. Not really. Sometimes I'm, I asked if, if uh, more minutes were coming, but they did They did give me more minutes towards the end, which I was pretty happy with. Yeah. And the team, obviously not quite the seasons you guys were hoping for. I mean, that Trans-Tasman was pretty close, came down to probably a kick in the end, but especially the Aotearoa yeah. season was a little bit probably disappointing from your standards. Yeah, I think that outside our season was tough for us, but we came right. Like we had a big review after that, some serious, honest conversations in the circle of death there. But um, no, we came right. I think that Canberra game we got pretty unlucky, and if the result went our way that game, who knows? We we could have been there or thereabouts at the end as well. So mm. especially after that Reds game, the boys put in a hell of a shift. Mm. Would you have backed yourself to win the comp? Wow, yeah. You have to, don't you? Yeah. You've got to back yourself. Otherwise, no point being there. <laughs> yeah. So talk to me about that circle of death. What 
What sort of convos went on? Were you leading that charge? Um, nah, no way. I was at the back. <laughs> Scared little schmousy. <laughs> nah, it wasn't actually too bad. We just had a review. We changed a little bit of our theme and stuff. Yeah. It was quite cool. Oh. It actually wasn't too bad, but we just, I think, yeah, I'm not sure what happened up in the leadership group and stuff, but yeah, a few things changed, like in the environment, just around the theming and stuff, which was, I think the boys bought into it. Yeah. It was good. Oh, nice. And have you told the boys about your decision? Do they do they know you're not there next year? Um, I think most of the boys know I'm not there. I don't think many of them know where I'm heading, though. Yeah. Did they do a presentation at the awards night? Nah, nah. So I still was in limbo in the awards night. Oh, so yeah. it was a beauty result. I didn't have to get up and <laughs> do your leaving speech. I think I had <laughs> to do yeah. three of those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nah, I didn't have to do any of that. It was just a sort of. Thanks for the memories on the chat and Liam Mitchell left the group. <laughs> oh, one of the greats. Yeah. So before we talk about your decision, tell me like what were the what were the offers? Did the Canes offer you an extension of your contract there and what, what other op- options did you have? Um yeah, they they kind of did. They sort of said that there's a spot there, they were just sort of waiting on um the NPC coming up, which I could understand. Um and I was sort of like in the mindset where I wanted some security, I suppose. And I sort of just went for the security rather than, like I would have backed myself without sounding like a cocky dude. I, I probably would have backed myself to get that sort of fifth spot if, if it came down to that. But mm. I sort of just went for the security and, yeah, pretty much why I left. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you want a fifth yeah. spot or, like, were you happy being the fifth Not guy? really. That uh, was the other thing. Yeah, I, I had a few conversations with Alfie on the phone back and forth and, I, I said to him, I, I backed myself to sort of get a starting spot or uh, play some more minutes. But at mm. the end of the day, it's just one coach's opinion over mine. So, and like yeah. whatever the coach picks for the team, I'm I'm running with. So, yeah, regardless if it's me or not, you know. And that was sort of part of my decision as well. At the end of the day, I want to be playing the best footy I can, and if that means having to head offshore, then so be it. Mm. <clears throat> and I remember a couple of times last year you mentioned that you'd be keen to go back to building. You were a little bit over. Playing code was that ever an option? Just giving up on the game and going back on the tools, or taking over this yard barber empire? <laughs> it was a. It probably was a little like in the back of my mind. I wasn't too phased about what happened because I sort of always knew I could go back either to the farm or to the building site. So it was. It was always kind of there in the back of my mind, but deep down, I probably knew that I wasn't ready to go back just yet. And oh. I, I think I had a little bit more to give. I guess. Mm. <clears throat> It was in the back of my mind, yeah. That's probably why I didn't stress about it too much. Yeah, and obviously everyone who's listened to your um, first Waterland episode will know you're a gun tennis player, so was that ever an option, going to tennis? <laughs> Wasn't an option, Devin, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Too many racket sponsors. <laughs> too many racket sponsors. Down the drain. <laughs> so anyway, that's enough enough speculation. Where Where is Big Chippy going next year? Um off to Parma, Italy, and playing for Zebri. Zebri in Italy. You played there, have you, Jabba? I played for Eroni before yeah. they changed their names. So, mate, that's massive. Oh, yeah. That's a huge signing for them. Mm. They'll be stoked. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm excited. Looking forward to it. Yeah, what's what's your expectations over there? I've I've honestly got no idea. I've yeah. talked to a few boys about it. Um, yeah, like I I just don't know what to expect. Obviously, when I lived over in Spain, it's 
it was a different time. It was pre-COVID, and mm. like the footy was completely different. So yeah, I just I've got no idea what to expect in in terms of COVID and with rugby. So yeah, it's, it's just get over there and see what happens. Right, and you absolutely love Spain too. So geez, you're gonna have a field down Italy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh. Is your partner going over with you? Yep, yep, she's coming. She's coming. Yeah, that's gonna be a big move for you too, eh? Yeah, 100%. Um, mm. She's looking forward to it as well, so it'll be cool. So what's the setup? Have you have they given you like a accommodation, a car? Is that is that the sort of setup? Yeah, like um, I think I think it was accommodation and a car as well. Um, like I'm honestly not too sure. I'm sort of sorting it all out at the moment. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just winging it. Do you know who's in your team? Do you, do you know anything about the side? <laughs> Give me something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I talked to the coach the other night. I don't know. I don't know a hell of a lot about who's in the team or um, what the story is. But the coach seemed like a good bugger. He was an Irish dude, so he said most of the boys speak English. A couple of them don't. So yeah, mm. I'm looking forward to it. So there's no Kiwis there that you know of. I'm not sure. Eh? I think he said one of the there's a Kiwi guy over there who plays for Italy now, but I'm not sure. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't looked into it too much. Sure. You're just going to go over there with your suitcase and just see what happens. eh? You're the most chilled out. This is the most chilled out rugby signing in history. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. It honestly is. Uh, I've still got the um, turbos to go, so I'm not going to get too ahead of myself in terms of that. I want to still play well for them and see how well we can go there. So what's the go there with insurance? I know a lot of guys who sign a contract – before a season that they're playing is over, um, there's a fair bit of work that has to go on behind the scenes around insuring that contract or things like that. What's the go there with you? Yeah, I think I'm, <laughs> I'm not actually too sure again, but they wanted me to go. <laughs> I'm just going to hope for the best. Nah, they um they wanted me to go sort of now, and I was keen to stay for the turbos, and then they they sort of, I think I'm undenied about it and then got back to us and said that, yeah, it's all good to come over after Turbo. So I think it's just a fingers crossed game. <laughs> get injured. <laughs> oh, but, fair enough. Yeah, I'm sure I have to do some sort of medical before I leave and that you'd probably know more about it than I would, Jabba, yeah, how right. that stuff works, what, what usually happens. Like you say, you if you're willing to risk it, you don't insure it. But usually insurance is pretty expensive if you're trying to insure a rugby contract, depending how many figures it is, uh, and I'd imagine yeah. yours over in um, Zabri would be oh, in truckloads. The zeros. <laughs> so many zeros. Have you learned Italian, or are you going to learn Italian? Uh, I've downloaded the um, the language app that I've done about three times. Abby goes, Abby is on it every night. She's going hard, so. Oh, at, least, at least someone <laughs> will do some talking. There, <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, classic. And how many years is it? What's the actual contract? Is it just a one year or? It's a, well, it's sort of like a one and a half year. It's a finish off the season after turbos and then a full season after that. Oh, so yeah. I guess it's a 18, I think it's 18 months. It oh. would have been a two year deal if I hadn't played this turbo. So yeah, keen to get out there for the turbos again. And have you got plans post that? Have you have you thought that far ahead? Probably not. Not, not really. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm, like, I'm keen to have a decent crack over there and play some good footy. Get some consistent game time as the plan for the next eighteen months yeah. at a at a decent level, and then just see where that takes me. Whether I stay there or if they want me back, mm. or if, or if it uh, opens up doors, to come back home, or 
wherever wherever it takes me. Yeah, I'm I'm just keen to get some decent, consistent footy at a um, good level. Yeah, fair enough. You're still it's young, eh? After that. Would you consider playing for Italy? Have you thought about that? Doing five years over there and potentially playing for Italy at a World Cup or something? Uh, like I haven't thought about it, mm. but if I love it after two years and the opportunity arose, who knows? Like maybe make it happen. But I, I haven't really thought about that. How good. And you mentioned the turbos. How, how's the turbos looking this year? They've signed, had a few good signings, eh? Yeah, I haven't actually met too many of the boys that have um, they've signed. I've I've met a few of them. It looks like looks like we could have a sharp side there. A few young boys and a few experienced um, lads coming back. So mm. Look forward to it. A few of the young lads been around a few super teams in that this year, which is always handy. Yeah, for them to come back with a, I guess, better understanding of the game and that. Mm. And where are you going to play this year? Are you going to be on at six, or you're going to be in the tight stuff at lock? I think I'm going to be at lock. I. Yeah, well, I presume I'll be at lock. I haven't talked to them otherwise, so I hope I'm at lock anyway. They're going to pick me first. Mate, you'll be first on that team sheet, I'd imagine. Skipper, who's captain? Uh, Booth is, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Very dangerous. Yeah. Turbos are going to be right on. Happy days, yeah. Who's up first? Hopefully. Hopefully that's the plan anyway. County's up first at home and then down south to Christchurch, Canterbury. I don't know if we play the Mighty Marco this year. No, you don't actually. Thank God for us. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank God for the Marcos. <laughs> How good to see um, Red making his debut on the weekend. Oh, geez, that was a sight, wasn't it? And he was on fire. He's a legend, <laughs> eh? Oh, so good. I love that guy. How's the Bucketheads looking this year? Are you? Do you still have anything to do with that organisation or setting that group up or making plans for them? No, I... I haven't had much to do with that for a while. Um, like if if I if I catch one that there's a party on or something, I'll drop them off a couple boxes of turbo <laughs> juice or something. But I haven't organised it for a long time. Surely they get you back to a speech or something for the boys, some inspiration. <laughs> no, back when um, Antonio was playing, Kitty Kitty was the captain. He came in and did a, pri- a buckethead prize giving <laughs> one year at a party, dressed up in his turbo's number ones and that. Came and did a prize giving. <laughs> oh, surely that's you this Pretty year. Special. That's good stuff. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure if that. If, surely it'll, ha- it'll go ahead, but I'm not sure who'll be running it or mm. what the story is there. Because there's a bit of admin to Someone it. Someone will eh? take the reins, I'm sure. There's a bit of admin to it. Hardest part's organising a place to host a house. Oh, true. Yeah, you're pretty keen. You're pretty brave to be willing to host the bucket heads. I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah. As, especially after that video of your mate doing the <laughs> trust fall. Off the roof. I remember you talking about it last time, yeah. but I hadn't seen it until you sent it to me after the episode. But gee whiz, that was loose stuff. Yeah, he's a maniac. I think he's well and truly retired from his bucky head days as well. <laughs> With a broken back. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, good stuff. Oh, geez, it's good to hear about that decision, Chip. But as always, we've gone to our Instagram for some questions and I sent it pretty late, so I didn't get a huge amount. But a few are coming through right now. Oh, here they come. Here come the bucket heads. <laughs> so many. So many. Okay, first question. Actually, a couple about this. Are you bringing back the yard barber? Where is the yard barber? What's happened to it? Uh, since I went back down to Wellington and like lockdown and that all came at sort of, we came out of lockdown and the level three stuff, um, 
and we started training again full time, I sort of didn't really have the time to mm. do it. So I haven't really been doing much. And then winter came round, and <laughs> I wasn't a fan of doing it then either. So I haven't really picked it up at all, to be fair. That's a summer job. <laughs> yeah, it's a summer job. But yeah. now I'm going to be going into yeah. my third, well, second winter in a row. So, <laughs> Would you think about setting it up in Italy during the summer? Geez, I'd love it. Yeah, that'd be massive on it. Water blasts, decks and stuff. I don't think there's much grass around there, but in the like towns and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, We're doing pa- well to have a back lawn. Palmer. Yeah, just maintain their pot plants. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be good at that. Okay, next question. Would you rather be an All Black or Takawo president? Yeah, All Black. <laughs> All black, definitely. <laughs> well, I thought there must have been some sort of insight into that one, but nah. <laughs> Just testing your yeah. loyalties to the club. If it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it was uh, all black or a club co- like competition, that'd be probably a bit closer, I reckon. Oh, true. What to win the comp for them? Yeah, yeah. Win a club comp. I played in my first semi on the weekend, which we unfortunately went down to, but yeah. that was still pretty cool. True. So um yeah, you'd you'd probably hate being a club prezzy. Way too much admin. <laughs> <laughs> too much admin, man. I hate admin. <laughs> okay, this one. Would you rather make thirty passive tackles or five dominant? Five dominant would probably get me in the team, so I'll go five dominant. <laughs> <laughs> you de- you'd definitely rather make thirty, eh? That's your workhorse. Thirty passes will thirty, 30 passes will get me um have a super coach captain, so that'll <laughs> get the boys some fantasy points. That's the one for the fantasy lads, yeah. Yeah, about five get you in the team, you're right. That's is that was that always you, still the feedback the this year? You need to be more dominant? Pretty much, uh, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, next one. Which hooker throws the best darts in world rugby? Oh, um, I'll say Riccatelli. Riccatelli. Oh, wow. Bolter in the world. He does Bolter. throw a real nice start, though, eh? I do a lot of work with him in his um, hallways on his knees throwing seeds probably every every second or third night. So, mm. Yeah, as long as his um, eye socket's not fractured <laughs> and he can see. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, need more buckethead stories. Obviously, in the first episode, you told a couple of butte buckethead stories. Everyone loves it. Have you got any more for the Woodland listeners? Maybe one more buckethead story would just cap it off for them, I reckon. Half the issue is that every time I went, I was so blind that I can't even remember what um, the score of the game was, let alone what happened before the game. Uh, <laughs> um, oh. I probably shouldn't even tell the story. There was one when we, we were marching to a game and one of the boys threw a bottle that landed clean on uh, a roof of a car. And um, there was probably like 20 or 30 of us and these, this car pulled over, got out with like a tyre iron and just chased us all down the road. Oh, <laughs> and we all scampered like little mouses. <laughs> and we're out of there. And then we all just sort of ran ran to the stadium and then reunited at the, <laughs> at the stand there. That was a pretty loose one. Uh, um, I don't know. When I was playing, when I was playing, we had a good win 
I can't remember who it was against in the Buckethead Storm the Field. I think it was one of my first games in the Buckethead Storm the Field. That was pretty cool to be playing. And mm. then on the other side of it, I was oh, still, yeah. my mates in that were still full noise. So the security marched them all out. I think a few of them got kicked out and stuff, which yeah, was sure. always good to see. Yeah, it's crazy. You went from being the Buckethead president to bloody playing in a year. <laughs> one of the great stories. All the boys yeah. charged the field to celebrate with you. Oh, yeah, that's special. All the lads. All the lads. I think it was my first start. We played Waikato at, um, at home. First game of the season, we bet them. Then they ended up winning every game since and won the comp that year, I think. Oh, how? But the Buckheads got you yeah. home. The Buckheads got us home. Shout out to the Buckheads. Okay, last question. <laughs> Throughout the whole Waddle Ad season one and two, I've asked pretty much all my guests for one piece of advice, but I never got one piece of advice from you. So, Liam Mitchell, the man with so much advice. What is the best piece of advice you've ever received? This will be good. Um, probably from my pop who told me to pull my socks up and look like a rugby player. <laughs> <laughs> Life-changing. <laughs> uh, Life-changing. Always play my socks up. No, nah, I don't know. That's a shit one. <laughs> I was about to say that was potentially the worst. <laughs> Yeah. What like what have you been getting there? Oh. What do you want something cheesy or Oh, you give me whatever whatever pulls on your heart. Give me something from deep down oh, and chippy. Let the real chippy out. Oh <laughs> uh, I got nothing. I um I honestly don't know, Jabba. How, how, how did you go <laughs> from how did you go from the four fifteen to a pro footy player? Something must have happened. Something inspiring. Someone nah, must have I told honest, you something. Fluke. I honestly fluked it. <laughs> I've honestly fluked it. <laughs> uh, I've just got lucky. Get lucky. How did you get lucky? No, I, I literally just got lucky in terms of um, the boys' high first 15 went on a UK tour and I played. So there was, they had to pick a whole lot of like under-21s players or Colts players to play in this under-18s one or two team. And then from there, I just sort of kicked on through the grades but there was if it wasn't for the boys high going on that tour I would never have been selected in the 18th team mm. but no one's ever told you good <laughs> Who advice knows? probably have but like, <laughs> what do you want to hear like train hard go to school <laughs> <laughs> only yeah, if you God. believe it <laughs> nah I don't know I guess just being told to believe in yourself I suppose mm. there we go as that sounds no we got somewhere it's <laughs> <laughs> We got somewhere there. Now let's potentially turn to the best advice. Believe in yourself. There we go. There we go, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Believe in yourself. Uh, look, look where Chaffee's got. From the fourth fifteen to becoming a super rugby legend and about to take over European rugby over in Italy. And mate, what what a journey! Looking forward to seeing you play over there. Obviously, firstly um, with the mighty Turbos. Um, looking forward to you. Getting back out there, making a few dominant tackles and um, leading the Turbos to success and then obviously heading over to Italy and just showing them what Liam Mitchell can do over there, playing against some of the best players in the world. It will be good. Beauty. I look forward to it. Thanks for having me, Jabba. No worries, mate. Appreciate it. You're a lad.